What's poppin' fam? Welcome to Don't Touch My Mindset, a podcast that is designed to uplift, inspire, and motivate you, and most importantly, share tools to help you protect that mindset. Yo, I am excited. I am thrilled to be here. Welcome back. Happy Sunday. This is a, uh, a Don't Touch My Mindset Pivotal Moments edition, and we got an amazing guest for you. Yo, this is actually the first Pivotal Moments I ever recorded. First person I ever interviewed. Quick story time. When I was a kid, um, there was this journalist named Steve Hartman. I think he was on CBS, but he had a segment called everyone has a story and i loved it i loved i mean i I was glued to the tv every time that man was on talking about everybody has a story what he'd do is throw a dart at a map and whatever location that dart landed on he would travel there and when he got there he would open up the phone book random page and put his finger down and call the person and ask them hey can i do a story on you Low-key, that's what inspired me to do Pivotal Moments. It's just been a childhood dream of mine, but you can tell that from this interview and the excitement I have and the enthusiasm. And, yo, our, our guest today is, is a mindset peak performance coach from across the pond. Once again, we're going worldwide, but across the pond, Matt Young. Yo, phenomenal story, phenomenal gentleman. You can find him on all the IG, on, uh, on IG. You can find him on uh, Facebook. Look up his business. Yo, just, I mean, just pay attention to the detail because the way that this man bounces back, resiliency, the things that he went through. Yo, phenomenal, phenomenal. So with further ado, yo, if this is your first time here, uh, please press that follow button, that subscribe button, whatever it may be, wherever you're listening at. Um, rate review uh if anything resonates from this episode share with a friend share with a friend it all helps the show grow i sincerely and wholeheartedly want to say thank you for rocking with me follow the show follow the show hit us up on ig tell us what you want to know about yo we are back on wednesday with a brand new episode a brand new mindset until then here is matt young's pivotal moment i love you guys We're all good. So I'm super excited to be here. I'm feeling inspired. Uh, Matt Young is with us on the show, and he is a mindset coach um, that uh, that he focuses on high performance, I believe. This is actually like the first conversation Matt and I are having. Um, so I'm excited. Matt, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, what you're about, brother. Welcome to the show. Yeah, of course. Well, firstly, thank you for having me on. Um, I greatly appreciate your time. Um, yeah. So as, as you said, my, my name is Matt Young. I'm a uh, peak performance mindset coach and I'm from London. So that's where I, I operate my work from. Um, and yeah, I suppose a little bit about my backstory is that initially I spent eight years as a professional footballer. Um, so I was eight off professional soccer player for you. Um, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, I was eight years as a professional there. Um, and then when that took me into part-time a couple of years ago, I always knew that 
I was fascinated with the mind. I was fascinated with psychology, how the mind works, what makes people so successful at what they do, what makes the difference in people's lives. These types of questions always used to used to get to me. And I always knew that after my football career, um, the influence that I can have on people's lives, I knew was infinite. And I knew that this was a route and a route that I was going to go down. And just before COVID, so a year or so before COVID, my football career went into a part-time, so not a full-time job as it had been for the previous eight years. And I found myself at, my, myself at a little bit of a crossroads. Mm. Um, and then within that crossroads, it was a case of, okay, well, what are we going to do here? And there was a bit of time of teething periods and finding out different things about myself and learning along the way, which I'll be happy to go into. Yes, um, yes, absolutely. Essentially, just before, I say just before COVID, um, maybe six months before COVID, I set up my business called Made in the Mind. Now, it's very aptly called Made in the Mind because that is what I believe everything is, made in the mind. And mm. what I mean by that is all of our realities, all of our thoughts, feelings, behaviours, everything is created up here in your mind. And things like that, it's been something that has really accelerated the growth of Made in the Mind. And now... I'm very, very thankful that I work with incredible people, individuals. I work with businesses, multinational companies, Premier League football clubs. Um, so it's been a case of a very fast learning process, but one that's been incredibly powerful and incredibly impactful, which has been great. Man, that is awesome. So for, I mean, first question, let's just dive into it. Um, one, I completely agree with that. And I love the way that you stated that everything's made in the mind. I believe life is a hundred percent mindset. It's not about the situation. It's about how you approach the situation and how you respond to it. So I love that. Um, so you said right, right before COVID. Um, so you, you've been, you've been doing this for probably a year, two years almost now. No. So yeah. So I, officially i say quote set up the set up the business in september 2019 however through 2019 and the early stages of 2019 i was still working on a consultancy basis and working with things but just not under the made in the mind brand if you like so um so yeah i suppose i suppose we're nearly two and a half three years i suppose uh, which has been great um but i mean the growth has been exponential which has been great because for me the growth is only um replicated in the impact that i'm having and right. the impact right. the impact that i'm having has been has been great and it continues to go like that so long may that continue man that's that is awesome so that that's exciting for me that's something i'm looking into getting into so that is that's <laughs> awesome um so that that where you are now and what you're doing the growth and all of that what triggered it what you know obviously you know the you went to part-time be, being a soccer or football player you know what happened when what mindset did you fall into is a better way of asking when you found out that or made the choice or what or went to part-time football where was your yeah mind i mean then? i mean honestly that wasn't as we call it my pivotal moment Ooh, my pivotal, okay okay my, my, my pivot my pivotal moment i would say happened and i speak about this a lot in my seminars and in my talks um maybe happened five to six years previous mm. and i'll be happy to discuss this in detail if you wish and yeah um, dive, dive. yeah I, I call it i call it uh 
the five days that changed my life because it did it did and what i mean is that i was at the age of um i was 21 years of age at the time um professional footballer which was great and i just spent some time in the north of england um playing for a, for a team in the north of england and everything was great i had just been with in my first or i was in my first serious relationship and we was together and i was staying at her house and over the course of five days everything that i felt like i knew was ripped out and everything changed now to go into a little bit more detail with that i mean for yourself or for anyone listening we all know what our first relationship i suppose is like we're we're head over heels and that sort of thing and i, I was no different um and I remember it. I remember it so vividly. So on the Wednesday evening, and these were the five, this is where the five days started. The Wednesday evening, um, I played a football match, played really well, went back to the home that uh, we were sharing at the time, and went into got got into bed. And I just remember an energy and a feeling in the room um, I, I, that I wouldn't be able to do justice by talking about it. But it was just an energy that I felt was was off in the room. And the Thursday morning. Um, the next day, the second day, I woke up um, and she said, long story short, she essentially broke up with me. Now, this was a this was a, a relationship that I believed at the time was my relation, like was going to be it. Like wow. I was done, that was it and everything else. And it, looking back now, I can see that like we all were, I suppose, naive, but and it, it completely floored me. It completely, I hit rock bottom and Previous to this, I should say, I had um, some sort of, I suppose, family relationship issues uh, with mm. my own parent and things like that that caused an effect in this. But I mean, that was a Thursday that really rocked me. And I remember in the north of England, if anyone's ever been to the Lake District, it's a beautiful place. And I was walking around this particular lake and I was done. I was done. I mean, I have no sort of shame in saying that I didn't see the point in anything. I didn't see the point in continuing with football with anything really and it was a real moment for me that really everything that had gone on in the past five six years in my personal life with with one of my parents and things that had gone on in my life it had really brought a culmination to this point whereas 24 hours earlier I was I was on top of the world and then 24 hours later I was that was it for me and as I say I remember calling my dad and having a conversation with him and just sort of person out crying and saying what's the point like what is the point and thankfully and I, I'm I really thank for this that I had um, a, a close friend who lived in the Lake District at the time and my dad was able to get in contact with him and that Thursday evening he come and um, he come and saw me and we had a conversation the Friday um, I went into train at the, at the new club where I was going to sign my professional contract at um, mind was completely away with it and everything went into train Saturday we had a match and to this day it is the worst football match I've ever played um, and considering on the Saturday they had offered me this sort of contract that I saw I, by the sun, Saturday after the game I was like you know what I haven't played well but you know what come Monday I can start fresh here like trying to bring myself back around, trying to bring my mindset back around, trying to bring everything back around. And the Monday come back around, I went, imagine this, I went in to the office to sign my contract 
And as I sat down in front of him, I remember it so clearly. He said, Matt, I don't know any way to say this, but the contract isn't there for you anymore. We're not going to give you this professional deal. Wow. I I remember being so like shocked like imagine in any other walk of life you've turned up to actually start your first day of a new job yeah. signing your official contract and then him revoking it in front of you i was like but it's it's here like i've got it here to sign like you've signed at your end he's like yeah i don't know what to tell you if you sign that contract then you're going to be here but you'll never play football for this club you'll never be part of this club and as i say these were the five i, I call it wow. the five days that changed my life because at the age of 21 since the age of five my whole identity was a professional footballer and my whole life was built around football and ultimately having this family vision and within five days that had been completely ripped out completely obliterated and stamped on and i remember going home back to essex in england near london where i where i grew up and i remember just being there for i suppose it was a couple of days and weeks maybe now it's a bit of a blur that i just didn't do anything did not do anything yeah, and yeah. my mind my mindset was because oh, up until this time it's worth me saying that i was a very level-headed disciplined committed um like mindset was it was a big thing of mine and it's just absolutely rocked me to my core and as i say for these couple of days and weeks i went back to my family home in essex and there was nothing and the guy that I, again, I'm so thankful for that once um, that will come to see me on that Friday evening in the Lake District. Yeah. He phoned me up and just checked on how I was doing. I said, no, you know what? I'm not good. I'm really not good. I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I, what, where's the meaning? I have no meaning. And he said to me, have you read The Secret? And I said, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't read. Like, it's not something that I'm into. I don't read. And he's like, look, I'm going to send it to you. Just read it. I was like, Bill, you can send it. I'm not reading it. I'm not interested. <laughs> anyway, next day, an Amazon parcel arrives. Um, and as I say, I let I, I remember taking it, ripping it open, seeing on the front the secret. And I just put it down, forgot about it. When went about my day, as I said, what I suppose you thought we would refer to as depression. That was the state I was in at that time. And I remember waking up the next morning coming downstairs and where I'd left it on the side of the of the table I don't know what had happened I don't know if it was wind I don't know if it was whatever it had fell on the floor oh wow so I picked up the book I opened the first page just I was like all right fine let, let me see what this book's about <laughs> open the first page mm, oh yeah that's a good point second page mm. <laughs> third mm. Two days. I read the book twice within two days. Wow. And that, as we talk about as a pivotal moment, was my real shift, was my real transformation to ultimately the man that sits here in front of you today. Because although I'm, I'd say years later, I don't agree with every single point of that book, mm. the pivotal moment for me was in the reading of that book and the realization that everything that I could ever wish for become achieve have do is all up here it is all all already within me it's just a case of how i bring that out and as i say from that feeling of depression low sadness guilt upset grief for the weeks before that i was just sitting in and didn't see a way out of within two days it was a shift for me and Mm. 
when we talk about pivotal moments, that was it for me. Because as I say, since then, it has been a never ending growth process for me of learning, giving, learning, giving. What can I, how can I become more to then share that with others? How can I develop my mindset more? How can I develop my passion, my love, my, my growth more to then give that to others? And that was the real pivotal moment for me, then five days. Wow. You know, it is so interesting that you say that, um, that you told me that the secret was a big part of your pivotal. That was a big part of mine. Mm. Part of mine. Yeah, I mean, I got, wow. I got a lot to thank Rhonda Burns for. I really do. <laughs> wow. Um, so, if you could think back to it, because, like, and I'm in the same boat as you. There's just a few things that I don't see eye to eye with in that book now. Now that I've grown, learned, applied, you know, adjusted, adapted, pivoted again, because I believe pivotal moments are all around us, and we really, really, really look at it. Um, what was what was your biggest takeaway? Besides that, yes, everything that you can be is in your mind. But was there something in that book that just really, really stuck out to you and kind of punched you in the jaw? The big thing that still resonates with me today is it touches on seeing yourself as a human transmission tower. Mm. And essentially the frequency that you put out is the frequency that you'll radiate, is the frequency that will come back in. And I often, I really refer back to this a lot to this day. And it's the one thing that has always stuck with me in terms of as a as a human transmission tower i know that what i will put out there will i'm not necessarily looking to receive that back but i know that i'll vibrate on that frequency and if i can right. vibrate on that frequency i will experience that if i can put out such a joyous love and passion and giving to people that will be nothing apart from what i feel within me so when i understand that i understand that the world works inside out not outside in Right. And then from that, I can, I can influence out there as opposed to being reactive to what's going on out there. That makes sense. So that would be the one thing that still sticks with me to this day. Man, that's that's beautiful because I I I, I see eye to eye with you on that. That's and probably because I read the book too, and it's part of my favorite moment as well. Um, but that that is such truth, and it's so good to remember and embody in this day when we're thinking about the people that are around us, the things that we allow to come into our life, the things that we put out into the universe for us to circle back around to us. That is all, all coming from within of us being a human transmission tower. I absolutely love that you use that. Go ahead, bro. Absolutely. And I think, I think especially like in times at the moment, for example, what we've all faced within the last two years, I think Look, life is uncertain. Life is ever changing. Life is ever growing and it's, it's constantly shifting out there. And I think if you try and grab hold of that, that's where we can feel anxiety, stress, and a little bit of apprehensiveness and things like that, because we're trying to control something that we will never have full control of. Mm. When we understand that we can, we can take control of this being, of this mind, of our emotions, our feelings, our thoughts, but then you put yourself in such control that no matter what goes on out there, you can you can pivot, you can adapt, you can be in such a, a, a strong and stable, secure, certain mind frame and mind state that no matter what goes on out there, yes, of course, there's days I feel, ang I feel angry, I feel sad, I feel stressed, but I understand that as long as I align in here, then I can influence what, what I experience out there. 
you are absolutely right, which kind of triggered something in me. So I, I wonder when you wake up in the morning, what does your morning routine look like to prepare that mindset, to prepare to be the love, the light, human transmission tower that you are? What do you do in the morning to prepare for that? Um, well, don't ask me this morning because I accidentally slept through my alarm this morning. <laughs> and my, my partner wasn't best pleased. She, she wasn't best pleased because she was going to get up as well. But no, I mean, for me, it's a constant conditioning process. It's a constant conditioning process. And what I mean by that is for anyone listening or yourself who goes down the gym, you don't do, for example, one bicep curl and have a big bus, big bicep for life. Like you don't have a strong bicep for life. <laughs> exactly. It's the same with the mind. It's a constant conditioning process of every day putting myself in a position and every morning putting myself in a position that ultimately triggers what a peak mind state is for me. Now, usually there's certain patterns that I run and I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm like everyone else. Sometimes I may come off that and things like that and I need to realign. But generally speaking, there's certain things that I'll do every single time. I'll get my big rocks out of the way early doors. I'll do certain things every morning that set my day up that I think, you know what, let's get ready to go. And I'll be honest, I'm, I'm speaking about this. My, my partner is, is, is a great example of this because I can talk about myself, but I see what she does as well and what how she uses her own mind state. For her yoga is such a powerful tool that this mm. is something that she used to anchor her own state so every morning she'll get up and she'll do a minimum of 30 45 minutes of yoga to start her day without fail and that'll be something that conditions a peak mindset for her. it'll be something that conditions her mind state ready to attack the day right and i think it's so powerful that we i can sit here and say you should do this you could you could do cold water immersion you should <laughs> meditate you should do all these great things but i think the important thing is that we all find something within us that triggers that feeling of a peak mindset within you now for some people that might be a walk with the dog for other people that might be a cold shower for other people that might be reading it might be yoga it might be whatever but that would be my a key takeaway that i think everyone needs to find their their trigger for that peak mindset what puts you in a place in your mind where you feel unstoppable where you feel like you can go and attack that day and conquer whatever it is that's coming in front of you because i think from that we become so resourceful not on outside tools i.e using this person using that person using these different resources but using our internal emotions and states to be able to influence a drive in us that really commits to what we want to achieve that's so good that's good that, that's gold because if we don't start at that peak mindset how are we going to operate from highest self how are we exactly. going to how are we going to operate from that moment you know man last question i have for you i'm gonna let you go but when you when you start the day in peak mindset mm-hmm. you you start the day at, at highest form of self the truest self as, as we could say and how do you protect that as the day goes on as you need reset as you need as the world starts to you know catch on fire a little bit how do you protect that peak mindset how do you get back up there um my personal view on this is i wouldn't personally use the language of protect because if i feel like i'm protecting i feel like i'm holding in i'm withdrawing and i'm trying to shield now that's just my my personal view because i wouldn't use the word protect it now 
I know exactly sort of what you sort of mean because there's outside influences, there's people who may act in a way that you don't agree with, there's a circumstance that comes up, there's something that happens that you didn't foresee and how do you then stay conditioned in that peak mindset to then realign and re, re sort of drive. For me, I have certain anchors, I have certain things that I will do that I believe resets me. So for example, I'll always, as I say, start my day on what I call the front foot. I'll start my day in a peak mindset and things like that. Now, for example, I might be working and I get this message through that is something that disrupts my day. You need to do this, you need to do that and everything else. Now, the trigger for me personally is the moment I find myself shifting from a peak mindset. That is my trigger to realign. Mm. Now, now, what I mean by that is that is the standard that I want to hold for myself. I want to live every day in a peak mindset. That's what I like to call it. Now, the moment I start to feel what I said to you before, those feelings of stress, anger, disappointment, um, whatever it may be, guilt, whatever it may be, it will be a snapping process for me to go, whoa, bring yourself back to this level, Bring, put yourself back up there, now look at that issue, whatever it may be. And then from that, I don't feel like I'm sort of, as I say, protecting anything, but I have a constant... I have a constant radar, if you like, on my mind that I know what a peak mindset is to me. I know what it is. I've wrote pages and pages about what that looks like to me. Right. And I know what that is now deep within me. And I also know if I'm not vibrating at that. And then the moment I recognize that, the moment I recognize it, not I'll deal with that after this call or I'll deal with that uh, a bit later on this evening or tomorrow's a new day. The moment I feel like that, Boom. I'll remove myself from the situation. I'll take myself away. I'll realign that peak mindset of how I know to trigger that back in. And then I'll attack whatever it may be. Mm, and I, I, hope, love it. I hope that makes sense. And as I say, like, that's the way that I do it because as I don't think, in my opinion, if I'm protecting, I can't be giving. If I'm protecting my own mindset, I can't be impacting as wholly and as much as I want because they're because if I'm you can't shield and attack at the same time right so, right. so that's the reason I don't use the word protect protecting personally because if I'm protecting back here then I can't go and attack that whatever right. it may be. so that, that would be the only reason I don't use that language right and, and and I definitely see your standpoint on that if you're standing mm. in a position of attack of getting ready to conquer the mm. day you know what I mean you don't want to you don't want to go in with a shielded mindset or a protective mindset you want to go into the world with a giving mindset exactly that's why I, I pose the question of when the world attacks you we got to protect yeah. we got to protect you know exactly I mean? and that's and that's and that's what I mean that for me when that happens we can't control what happens out there right. but the moment that comes in the moment that infiltrates what we said before this human transmission tower mm -hmm. and i feel myself going down that i'm being attacked type mode if you like that fight or flight type mode right I'll withdraw myself i'll take myself out mm -hmm. and then i'll realign and then come back look at it from the outside in I love exactly it. exactly and, yeah. and you kind of you kind of look at it like meditation you know as, as as we meditate we focus on the breathing and the moment that our, our mind goes somewhere else other than our breathing we have to restart that that is true meditation so i like the way that you do that with your mind in the moment or you want to get to that point of the moment that it goes away it's like okay now we got to restart now we got to restart 
You know what I mean? And it's exactly. not even a restart or a realign. I, I love what you said there. And, and it, it's a, you made a great point there. And that's what it is. It's like a, a meditative practice. Mm-hmm. That it, a, a meditation is a single point of focus. And that's what I like to sort of create within here. A single point of focus of a big mindset. And like what you just said there with meditation, the moment your mind starts to drift out there, you realign, you come back. And it's exactly the same what I do day to day. The moment I feel that peak mindset wavering, boom, I'll grab it, I'll bring myself back in and I'll realign. I love that.